Are we going? All right. You, you want me to hit go live? Get us live. Let me know when we're up. Five, four, three. This is how they do it, right? This week on the Media Virus Podcast. Having a phenomenal third leg is a hell of a compliment from the BBC. This woman has the world's largest mouth. Looks like we just got Stanley's attention. If racist Delaware state representative doesn't seek re-election, then who is Maddie going to vote for? It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us. With executive producer, Mike Latouris. That there's a fancy doctrine word, butt crack. Featuring the diversity duo, Stanley McFadden and the lovely and talented doctor. Ah! Ah! Shut the fuck up, Maddie. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie. So anyway. Jesus Christ. Uh, Damn, do do we have a fucking chest? Damn, do we have a fucking show for you people this week? I am Maddie Rockdeff. This, uh, well, uh, I'm a legend in my own mind, the maddiest of all Rockdeffs. This is the Media Virus Podcast. Uh, please like, subscribe, follow, and share. Uh, if there's anyone out there in Facebook land, um, you know, watching this stream, then please hit the share button. But we are, uh, we're also on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple, and Google Podcast, and tune in. All right, let's get this party started. My, I have everything written down. I'm very professional. Uh, the problem is I'm trying to do two things at once. I'm trying to bring everyone back into, instead of just, looking at the goofy fucking thing that, uh, what's this now? I need to stop sharing my screen is what I need to do. Good Lord. It's, all right, never mind. So, ding, ding, uh, the, where am I on this fucking thing? The executive producer of the show, the Reverend and Professor Mike Latouris, uh, never misses an opportunity to show us his little dicky in, uh, in the creator's meetings. Nope. How's your, uh, your dicky doing there? Uh, Not too Mike? bad. Once again, uh, resting close by. That's good. That's uh, that's good. Is you're not gonna you're not gonna pull them out, show them to everybody. Not tonight. No. All right. Okay. I was really, I'm really disappointed. I was very much looking forward to seeing the professor's little dicky tonight. Like you know, Mike. Um, yes. The closer we get to uh, the beginning of the school year, the more tension you can actually see. Build up in Doc's face. That uh, is true. I think she. I think she might explode. It's but yeah. The lovely and talented doctor. Everybody, <laughs> what's going, Doc? Hey, oh. how are you guys? I'm good to see you. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. I will tell you, Maddie. I think you told yourself short. Not only are you the uh, Maddiest Rock Deaf, you are also the Rock Deafiest Maddie that I know. I am absolutely the rock deafiest Maddie that uh, anyone will will ever. Did you fart or were you smoking? Weed? My little dicky farted. <laughs> he is strong I mean, there's not even, and that's, wrong there's not even tonight. A sound drop. Not, <laughs> that's uh, anyway. And uh, 
You know, our our, uh, our our first story actually involves the British Broadcasting Corporation, uh, and since we have uh, we have our own BBC commentator on staff, uh, Stan, were were you impressed with uh, with their third leg? Uh, I, I am always both impressed and inspired by a third leg. So as such, yes. And uh, in, in honor of Doc's Finney's explosion, wherever there is a white woman exploding, there you will find Big Daddy. There you okay. will find me. I feel like there should be a boys to men song in the background there. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I don't know if I should. Well, the rest uh, of that thought is wherever you find a white woman exploding, there you will find me wiping off my beard. You'll <laughs> <laughs> find you by the side of the road. So, guys, I don't know if I, gentlemen, what? I don't know if I made a mistake here, but um, are we actually live streaming this? Yes, says we are. Yes. Okay, so we I, are, we are I lost live. it and now I can't find it again. It says it's live. It says it, yo, I don't know. As it is. Okay. It says we're going. There's uh, nothing I can okay. do about it. Hey, all you people on the live stream. It does say live on Facebook. Oh, here we are. Oh. stream on Facebook. Okay. Right, I just want, wanted I, to make sure because I want to monitor if, uh, hey, folks, if you're listening out there and you want to throw something in the comments. There we go. I see it now. Uh, you want to throw something in the comments. Uh, that's what that's there for. You can say hi or, you know, tell our, yeah, tell so, our three uh, handsome so, men how incredibly good looking and talented they are. So if, you know? you want to, if you want to chime in, can, I'm sorry. If you want to chime in, you can give us a call at uh, 646 Vira01. Uh, also line, true. Uh, is the phone open? Uh, let, me, uh, let me open a phone window here. Okay, we're going to open a phone window. It's kind of like Philadelphia. We don't have a screener. So in the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia telephone is you open the window. Hey. Screen out the window. At per, you know, hopefully the person's walking by. That's I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. But no, they'll do it for like, hey, give me a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, so my, uh, my mom has a, a place. It's at the beach and she has neighbors who are very much like South Philadelphia, Italian kind of, you know. Uh, so it's just the Jersey Shore. It is the Jersey Shore, yes. Yeah. Um, and but these are also like my family's roots. Like my my grandmother was a South Philadelphia Italian. My mother was, but like we we got out, you know. They, they all got out to the suburbs. And <laughs> yeah, anyways, you're not nearly as racist as that would imply. <laughs> we we got out. We left. We left South Philly to the Mooleys, you know. So, mm. um, anyway, so she has this neighbor who <laughs> who will just. You know, come over, open the door, walk in, walk into the apartment and say, yo, Di, you got any coffee? I mean, like, you know, it's Diane. Diane, they call her, which is not her name. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because it's South Philly and that's the way it works. Yeah, well, I mean, her name is Diana and she's quite insistent on it. But yeah, Diane, Diane, you got any coffee? One day, uh, uh, Conchetta is her name, of course, walked in and said, yo, Diane, you got any paste? And... um, my mom said, oh, I don't know. And my dad says, yeah, yeah, we do. And he goes into the bedroom, which confused everyone, and came out with a bottle of, of glue, <laughs> which 
Mike understands. See, Maddie and Maddie and Big Daddy are both really confused right now. Paste is tomato, tomato paste. paste. The only she kind of tomato paste. paste the right? only she kind of paste. <laughs> but my dad came out with this tub of Elmer's glue, and we were like, "So wait, is this your mom?" Yeah. So your mom well, didn't speak English. English wasn't her first first language. Oh, oh yes, it was. Yes. Then, then we don't know to put fucking tomato in front of paste. No, no, no. no. It's, she knew. She knew but the paste there, was there's, tomato. There's a there's a point where you don't. No, she didn't. It's a dialect. Okay. <laughs> there was no need to say tomato paste because Conchetta knew. No, there she obviously was, was a need to say tomato paste. No, because Conchetta knew what she was talking about, and my mother knew Did what she? she was talking about, and I knew what she was talking about. Only my father, who was an Irishman from New York, did not know what they were talking. Right. About. Somebody outside your circle. Right. So we know at least you're not inbred. Yeah. Much. Exactly. Right. I right. am not at all. I am well, a full no, nut. If everyone, if, 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 if everyone knows that it's tomato paste when somebody comes in and asks for paste, I'm just saying, get the Elmers. It sort of goes <laughs> like this. Mrs. Cassetti DiGirolamo, your, your son was eating paste in class. And then Italian mom says, what do you mean he was eating paste? I told you not to eat the paste when, when it's, before it's cooked. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he gets beat with the wooden spoon. Uh, exactly, the wooden and spoon. That oh, is a thing. The terror of the wooden spoon. I did. had a wooden spoon with holes in it. I, that cuts down on the wind resistance. It's now, great. in our family, my, my grandfather's Italian, but my grandmother is not. So, oh, what's she? Um... Eastern Shore Hillbilly. Wow. So when my, my grandparents married, she went and learned from my great-grandmother how to cook all over again. So we got the best of both worlds. We got, like, soul food and Italian. And sometimes now, for reference, there was some crossover. That's real quick, and, Mike. And yet when you, you say Mike... Eastern Shore, just real quick, when you say Eastern Shore Hillbilly, there are people that might be listening that don't quite understand what you're talking well there's about. Now, there's really uh, no let hills let me see if i can let me let me see if it is it so eastern shore would be the eastern shore of maryland yes and the, the eastern shore hillbilly they say that uh farm that folk the, the the sitcom my name is earl um was loosely based on a trailer park in a county that's on the eastern, eastern shore. shore yeah so these are the these are my name is Earl level people. Um, well, they they did move off of the shore in the um, in the twenties and thirties. So, uh, not really. They were farm folk, and farming kind of dried up on the shore. So they moved up here for work. They're not the people that were left there to to inhabit trailers. So, Mike, I have um, more than one question for you. It might be two, but I, there might be a third one. Okay. So, my first question is, so having come from just slightly north of here, uh, grown up in Philadelphia and the suburbs, yeah. the whole eastern shore thing is comparatively new to me. That was not something mm -hmm. I was aware of before moving to Delaware. So, considering there's not a western shore in Maryland. Yes, I mean, there western is. Western Maryland. There is? There's the western. Is it western Maryland landlocked? Western Mar the west the eastern shore is actually the the portion of Maryland that is on the eastern side of the Chesapeake uh, Bay. Oh. The western shore is part of mainland Maryland. 
Oh, okay. Thank you for clearing that up. No problem. And my second question is, so you're talking about like hillbilly cooking and all that stuff, right? With like, I assume there's fat back involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then the mm. other side of you is Italian. Oh, my question for you is, how are you not like a big fat guy? You're a little skinny guy. You're a little bitty guy. There's there's some genetics involved. Um, yeah. There's some genetics involved. My My dad's sisters have struggled with hips and thighs through the years. Yeah, I would think um, so. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Big Daddy's like, and their phone numbers are? <laughs> it's a thing. Um, but uh, one of the cool things, like I said, was, you know, eating that that food that was, you know, we had two cuisines that kind of crashed into one another, and that was an awesome mm-hmm. thing. Um, and my grandmother is... is you see, down home mom and and Italian mom really aren't that much different. They cook for love. You know, food is right. love. Food is is how you live your life. You 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 know whatever gets in your way, you make something out of it. And uh, you have to take care of the kids. And my grandmother's means of taking care of the kids instead of the wooden spoon, because why would you break or dirty your wooden spoon if you didn't have to? <laughs> Now, see, my and grandmother... Back um, in the 50s well, and 60s, fly swatters weren't plastic yet. My See, my grandmother ruled with the mere threat of the wooden spoon. I never saw her use it for anything other than cooking. But if we refused to go to bed, if we sassed, if we... It was always, do you want me to get the wooden spoon? And that was all she had to do, my was under- utter that sentence. My understanding is my dad learned how to run fast because my grandmother was pretty quick with a metal fly swatter. Wow. You know, wow. wire yeah, and screen. Be... Yeah. Coming for you. My grandma was old as shit and she couldn't take a punch. And and my <laughs> and my Not dad whatever fuck I oh, wanted to Maddie. do. My dad was never quite bright enough to not be in trouble. That's a shame. Well, you know, if you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. If you're gonna be dumb, you, you gotta, gotta be, be tough. tough. One of my fucking theme songs. So I have heard. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. All right. So yeah. uh, speaking of being dumb and being tough, tell us a little about our news stories here, Professor. Well, Maddie started to talk about uh, the BBC, and BBC sportscaster Claire Balding's accidental double entendre at the Tokyo Games deserves a gold medal of its own. Balding was interviewing British swimmers Tom Dean and Matthew Richards about their victory in the 4x200-meter freestyle relay with teammates James Guy and Duncan Scott, when she said, Matt, you're 18 years old, it's your first Olympics, and you swam. Honestly, your third leg was just phenomenal. Balding was referring to Richard's swimming the third leg in the four-leg relay for the British team. But the swimmers smirked. And we do have a little bit of video of that. It's 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 great because you can tell that these guys um, are absolutely positively trying to hold back as much as they possibly can. Oh my god, it's fucking terrific. I the audio in this clip is is kind of crap. So um, yeah, it's someone who who phoned it off a of television. Yeah. So for, forgive the audio, but. You, you kind of can time when she stops talking and, and, and they react to it. So here we go. You sharing your screen? Yeah. yeah. 
in Paris, your third leg was just phenomenal. <laughs> so yeah he had to he had to try and hold it together and uh and get through the rest of that interview and and you know not embarrass the queen i guess because you know what That's even though they're in tokyo they're still 15 year old boys and that shit is always funny yeah, I mean, you know, Big Daddy, how do, how do you feel when, when women ask you about your third leg? Having been complimented on my third leg, uh, I enjoy the compliments every time. All right. That's All right. So now, go ahead. real quick, there was just a side tangent to because it was in the Olympics. This dude became a meme. I put it right underneath. Um, are you familiar with the meme that I'm talking that, that I like? I sent just real quick. He was third place. I think he was a Brazilian swimmer. And there's a meme that somebody drew out there. It's I think it's called Never Give Up. And you see it's a sh- close-up shot of like an Olympian. And he, uh, he, he holds up his medal and he bites it. <laughs> and then he kisses the girl that gave it to him. And he's fucking, he gives everybody the fucking finger. So, I, so I our guy did this? this? No, I haven't seen it. This is the greatest thing. It's Sorry, Maddie. I feel like we're I feel like we're a disappointment to you right now. There he is going for the bite. <laughs> and the best part is this kid had no idea. The meme is here, I promise. I'm not seeing a meme. There he is going for the bite again. Everybody's biting. An awful lot of bites there. A lot of well, bites. Why are we on fascinating reasons? That's not there, the fucking There's phenomenal though. third oh, leg that kid. That no. That's phenomenal third leg kid. There's the biter. Yeah. Uh, in a related video, the man holds the Olympics for the biggest penises. Okay. And there's dude. That's the a bull. bronze, by the way. Oh, there only bronze? There's the meme. You took oh, bronze? Oh, yes. They spray champagne in his face. <laughs> and then his yes. guy comes up. That's, it fucking happened. <laughs> he didn't give him the finger, but what he did, <laughs> it's third place. He's third place. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so fucking excited. It's the greatest. Yeah, you know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see you take third place in the olympics maddie hey man that's the thing right i mean no 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 no. please don't get me wrong i could never i would i'd still be at the bottom of the pool right now (laughs) the point is (laughs) i would give the lifeguard at the olympics something to do the point is this meme has been around for a year right and he just followed it yeah and he he had no fucking clue he's also 39 Wow. wow. My age, technically. I mean, you know, yeah, he's, he's Wow, that's amazing. He's like he's like the oldest uh he's he's the oldest winner to the oldest person to ever win a medal in the Olympics. Uh their first medal. Cool. Not just a medal, but their first medal in the Olympics. This is his first wow. medal. That's 
That's amazing. He got a bronze. It's pretty badass. That's a fucking that's yeah. fucking badass. Yeah. And yeah, he's got a lot more reason to celebrate. But it just because that me, I've seen that meme on so but that meme just makes me fucking giggle every fucking <laughs> time. Yeah, there was a um an interview that I really wish that I had had forwarded. I think this this week was rough, so I didn't send anything, but um, there was a meme I wish I had forwarded that, w- or it wasn't even a meme. It was an interview with this young woman who had taken silver, and the interviewer. That's the one I'm referring. I think that's the one I'm referring. Yeah, and the interviewer was like, "Oh, it's a shame you took second place, right? I mean, gee, that's really gotta hurt." And she was like, "Um, I took second place at the Olympics. I'm the second best <laughs> in the world. You yeah. In the world, exactly. you, you ask questions with a big black dick in your hand. Yeah, like <laughs> where you been, man? So- exactly." I'm I'm gonna hang a left and pull a Maddie here. I have to know about these these penis Olympics. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Ah, there's an advertisement. Well, it's an event that we hold every couple of years. I just got my cash back. Ah. All right, so while this stupid ads fucking plan, um, we're gonna be after that. We're gonna be talking about the fucking world's biggest uh, mouth. For real? Yeah, we match. And then, well, I feel how- like. I feel like that's a good a good pairing of stories, right? I mean, yeah, world's a, biggest penis, world's biggest. They're All related. Cash back yeah. New card members earn. And then, maybe it has nothing to do with science. It could be. Uh, I want to ask a lot of questions about why they're fucking advertising in front of a penis Olympics commercial. Get a dollar for dollar match. Somebody made somebody made a video about their dick. Today, what countries have the biggest and smallest? average penis size. So out of the 88 countries fiercely competing in our very own penis Olympics, starting with the biggest, bronze medal winner at an average of 6.5 inches is Bolivia. Coming in hard and just scraping silver is Cameroon at 6.56 inches. And the winner of the biggest penis Olympics is Ecuador, boasting an impressive 6.93 inches on did he say Ecuador? Now in our next event, competing for smallest okay, penis, we see Taiwan Evan, winning bronze, Evan locking in a pocket rocket 4.24 inches. Burma wins silver with a score of 4.21 inches. And there? a gold medal effort with the only the country breaking the sub 4-inch mark is Cambodia at 3.95 inches. So if you guys want, I will post a part two where we see where these countries end up on this list. Well done to all competitors and what a turnout. <laughs> so okay that wasn't as great as i'd hoped it would be no I know it's that still I always, interesting I always... it's like news you can use you know what i mean that's bullshit news and, and the other thing is you know like length is not like size is not everything and and length in particular is not that useful you know well, I've I've heard that uh, long and thin goes all the way in, but short and fat's where it's at. I I would agree with that. <laughs> that's, what that's what I've heard. Yeah, I would agree uh, with that. Luckily, uh, yeah. luckily, I've got best of both worlds. I'm short and thin. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes well, me special. Well, you probably wouldn't have much luck with our next uh, our next contestant on. Uh, the Media Virus podcast. This oh, lady no, yeah, apparently be, uh, has the biggest mouth whoa. in the world, according to Guinness. Uh, I've been here goddamn day. So uh, who could fill that up? And I mean, why would you want to? That is amazing. 
That's meandro. Seriously. You know, she reminds me of, have you guys watched uh, Stranger Things? Stubborn acne marks is the derm-proven dream team with for the, real results. Yeah, they combat right the three key oh. causes of acne no, marks. There's Bacteria, this, this creature that like, it just like, and, like opens up its whole mouth and, uh, as yeah. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh wow, that's God. a lot of french fries. Oh, that's a, oh, oh, shit, that's what I'm talking about. Get it, girl. <laughs> so, this yeah. way, I am 14 and a half centimeters wide, and then up and down vertically, I am just, I think it's like 6.57 just watching centimeters her talk. up and down. It became I, a thing like, where people would comment, well, you know, if your mouth's so big, what can you do two mom. donuts? Can you do three <laughs> donuts? Um, how do you, you eat a sandwich? You know, can you do an apple? I decided on the strategy of fitting in all three at one time, which is a very bold and risky move. You can see the determination in my eyes. have small children, uh, hang on to this video and show it to them when they Whoa, Jesus! <laughs> Guinness actually had reached out to me again thanks to social media someone had commented here's the Guinness world record biggest mouth you know measurements can you do it and I actually made a TikTok and I hold the Guinness world records title not only do I have him beat this way uh -huh. oh, but I also have him beat shit. this way this is my biggest fears kind of coming to light about yeah. you know, something that I've been nervous about and insecure and always kind of looked at as a flaw. <laughs> and now being able I mean, to almost just, because just it you know, like I get to take my power back and also bullshit. seeing that so many people are ex accept it and celebrate it too. It's not a sign from God that you should be shoving shit in it. So oh, I'm going to have Christ. I'm going to have to say that uh, it would seem to me that Big Daddy may have found his dream woman here. She looks like she might. It appeared that she might be kind of thick. She is a white girl. True, true, true. And she even stuffs food in there. Good God. You know, I think you are. That's just amazing. You are not wrong. So what she reminds me of, hang on, may I share? What she reminds me of is my fucking dreams. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, she reminds me of my fucking nightmares. Jesus Christ, I feel like she could swallow me like whole, and I'm not even making a sexual innuendo. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not even making a sexual innuendo. Oh, sorry. Hang on, that I, was me. I feel like I feel like she would just take me from the fucking top of my skull and go right around my shoulders. I never <laughs> want to see that again. <laughs> I'm thinking about making Jesus that Christ. Who's I'm feeling? so happy I didn't try to write copy for that fucking thing. Who on, oh, can you guess who on the cast of the media me of that when this is, done. is feeling a little inadequate tonight? <laughs> I think Matt protests a little too much. In <laughs> short, <laughs> oh. it's Matt. I don't know if I hope she's single or hope she's Long story short, she died of a coke overdose. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note. So coming a little. And, uh, go ahead. No, just go ahead. So coming closer to home, uh, we've got a we've got a hometown story here. According to Delaware Online, Representative Gerald Brady will not seek re-election when his term ends in 2022. He said Monday. The announcement comes after a week of criticism and calls for his resignation. 
after Delaware Online News Journal published an email sent by Brady using an anti-Asian racial slur. The comments from Brady came from an email in exchange with an out-of-state advocate regarding legislation intended to protect sex workers. Is the yep. dude basically so saying... of our state. Is the dude basically saying, if we provide free sex acts for Uncle Pervy, there will be a few rapes and, a chink, and the chink broads will be shipped in Connex containers to the Port of Wilmington? Wait, Brady did Reed? you just edit out sex acts, but you have no problem with saying chink? I didn't edit out sex acts. It just it it's in brackets and it looks funny. So I said sex uh, acts. Okay. It redacted. It, it, it inserted sex yeah. acts. But not the, not the not the slur. Not right. The right. Slur. It was, that one was I'll, okay. I'll always make fun of redactions and and come right out with the racial slurs. <laughs> you have never fear. I will I will say them as they're printed. All right. So what was the part that wasn't good? I I think uh, when he said chinks, chink broads. I think yes. that's the problem. Think broad. But what we're talking about is he's looking over legislation to, I guess, decriminalize prostitution. Right? Right. And what the, the, the person who is communicating to him is saying is, if we decriminalize prostitution, then we can regulate prostitution and there won't be a demand for illegal sex workers from China. If you ask me, this is the type of dude you want fighting your battles. It's like, can we keep the chink broads out of the fucking containers for Christ's sake? How many chink broads you think? I mean, he didn't say chink bitches. Oh, right. Because that would have that would have been wrong. That would have been sexist. Yeah, that would have been wrong. Right. That would have been that would have been sexist. So if he just said chink bitches. So your that argument wrong. your argument is that he's ag- he's advocating for them although he is referring to them with a slur. Yes. Well, it's like that uh the the That's exactly it's exactly what's happening. That was referring to those uh nappy-headed hoes cuz they were really good. He was saying those nappy-headed hoes are really good. That was Imus. That was Don Imus. Yeah. Don Imus. So yeah. there was a compliment. That, that was a basketball team. That was a college basketball. Those are children. It, it still put a major I mean, hole in his career. And there no, was still that. Yeah, oh, yeah as it should. Wrong. Those are children. Absolutely. He wasn't wrong. They were nappy headed hoes. I mean, he was trying to make a he was trying to make a joke, and he and his whole shtick was that you know he walks this line. Obviously, you don't like you 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 overstep. Fuck. You know what I mean? You, you flew too close to the sun. You thought you'd get away with it. Most, I'm sure. First of all, anybody listening to be offended, you'd have to be listening to fucking Imus. Nobody listened to fucking Imus. Because at that time, Imus was point. up against Stern. Mm. In a lot of markets. And, and Imus was on MSNBC. So you know nobody was watching. Or nobody listening. was watching <laughs> Imus. I mean, it wasn't, yeah. He, he was trying to do shit for ratings, basically. You know, stir the pot a little bit. And, and... And he gambled and lost. He didn't have, I don't think he had the career he thought he had. It just became, you know, it just became evident to him. After yeah, you he, find out your place in the world real quick. You throw enough slurs out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There you are. And That's... I'm sure, like, hey, listen, I'm sure there's, there's slurs that we could throw at, uh, at Imus. You old man. 
I don't know anything about him. I don't, that's it. Oh, that's shit. You called him an burned, old man. I just burned his ass, you know? Damn. For real. He's got wrinkly ball skin draped over a skull. Oh, man. His jaw's all fucking jawed up, so. Right. Right. Shit. So, this is why I only use slurs in the context of news stories. I can't be blamed right, for them. Right. It's <laughs> You're just quoting your source. You know, I'll tell you, that's the thing that happens to me, actually. I'll, I will quote something or read something in the classroom and my students will get all outraged. You can't say that. I'm like, no, I'm like literally quoting what you just said, or I'm, I'm literally, you know, reading something, you know, like it's, I, and I do that. Like if I, if something has a word in it, that's offensive, I will read the word as it's written yeah. because I'm quoting my source, you know, and it's important to quote accurately. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, I'm uh, here to tell it's you, like, uh, it, it, it's going to go wrong for us someday. I know it will. There'll be the day that we're we're all at the desk. You know, we're doing the 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 real news in a studio kind of thing. You know, when we make it big, and I'll finish up a news story and say, <laughs> "So, Doc, how about those chickens?" And <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! And what's going to happen? I'm going to get punched in the head. You just see the fist coming over. Oh, look. It's Stanley. <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love to see you see uh, Big Daddy punch you across the screen. That would be awesome. Yeah. You know, he'll be over in, in his area in front of the big weather screen. Yeah. You know, because he's going to be the weather guy. That's racist. It is not. <laughs> It is not. No, it's the not, other thing I, I said was racist. Your reactions is hilarious. Now, I feel like a boxer in the tenth round trying to stand back up before the bell goes off. <laughs> I'm still reeling from that. Uh, Ay, Jesus. Oh, Jesus! Are you recovered right. yet? We're live. We're live streaming. We are Hello, live, live streaming. Stream. Oh my gosh, we're live streaming. Oh wow, yeah. What Hi, up, guys. live stream? Well, fortunately, nobody's watching, so it's okay. <laughs> that June 27th email was intended for a private citizen, Brady knows, asking if he could read and summarize the study, said Drew Volturo, uh, spokesman for the and House. And he Dem did. Democrat, Democrat uh, the House Democratic Caucus. Instead, Brady hit reply and emailed the original sender. <laughs> That's the best part. But he did summarize the study, In right? In Delaware, lawmaker emails are not considered public record. The response was shared with the with Delaware Online and the News Journal. Brady's actions Jeez, make it you. more difficult to effectively provide the kind of representation constituents of his district deserve, he said in a statement Monday. Even I cannot, the chink rods. I cannot in good conscience ask the voters to put their faith in me again after I betrayed theirs, he wrote. All residents should have elected officials who serve and treat others with dignity and respect, whether it's in public forums or in private communications. In the days after Brady's email surfaced, House leaders called on Brady to complete sensitivity training and connect with members of the Asian American community to rebuild trust. As a duly rec as a duly Yeah, I gotta get the chink broads to trust me again. <laughs> the thing that gets me, the thing that gets me is like the fact that people go to training for shit like like how what if you're a grown ass human and you are that dumb 
that you would use that language anywhere except when you're directly quoting a source. Or on the Media Virus podcast. Or on the Media Virus podcast. Or making an extremely poignant, although misguided, joke. Okay, I'll even allow that. Making a very poignant... But, like, what what is sensitivity training really going to do for this guy? It's going to help him really play the chink roads. (laughs) so anyway are we about, about ready for, oh, are we about ready for a break guys i'm still swore i i just trying yeah to get we're gonna we're now. gonna take five and uh get maddie back into the game here uh, yeah, uh you, this break is brought to you by the washington redskins and stanley had to get one in because the rest of us did and uh there you go uh or the cleveland indians now people really should stay tuned though should they not they should they should why is that because there's gonna be a big fucking announcement today it's a A big big, fucking announcement a A big fucking announcement a bfa a big fucking announcement it is so big how big is it it's so big. It's bigger than our wall-to-wall Biden in our big, bad biden B block coming up after wow. this. If you want to get in on it, too, give us a call, 646-VIRUS-01. That's 1-646-VIRUS-01. We'll take your call live right here on the Media Virus Podcast. We'll and we're not even going to edit anything you say out. Well, we might, but well, not but not on the live part. If, if you say that thing that I said, probably get edited. <laughs> Don't freak the fuck out. Don't let anybody uh, freak Doc, the fuck out. Guinness isn't here. What? You can stop trying. You can stop competing for the Guinness World Record. That lady's got it. And we're back on the Media Virus Podcast, and here we go, right into our wall-to-wall Biden in the big bad Bideny B block. Hey Matt, U.S. President Joe Biden on Wednesday slipped up and used Donald Trump's name when referring to Barack Obama during a speech, and said it was a Freudian slip acknowledging a deep homoerotic attraction to both former presidents. The 48-year-old political veteran, ah, I'm sorry, the 48-year political veteran raised eyebrows on Wednesday when he claimed to have driven an 18-wheeler truck and knows a thing or two about lot lizards and how haggard their hand jobs can be, a claim the White House struggled to defend. Biden was visiting a Mack truck facility in Pennsylvania when he made the claim to have driven the massive trucks before, which require a special kind of license and tolerance for methamphetamines. There's scant evidence that Biden has ever driven an 18-wheel truck. However, he is well-respected amongst truck stop sex workers. When asked if the president had ever driven such a truck, the White House spokesperson pointed to a December 1973 article from the Wilmington Evening Journal that showed Biden rode in an 18-wheeler on a 536-mile haul to Ohio. When he got to blow the air horn when kids did that arm thing? Fox News pressed the spokesman about the president's claim, noting that riding in a truck is not the same as driving one, even though a blowjob costs the same. At which point the president's spokesperson pointed out a United Federation of Teachers post that touched on Biden driving a school bus in the past as a summer job. Fox News pressed again about the president's claim, pointing out that a school bus is not the same as an 18-wheel truck. But Biden didn't understand the question. 
Although the dementia-ridden 46th president of the United States was unable to identify the difference between a school bus and an 18-wheeler, he was able to tell right from wrong when he called for New York's philandering governor to resign and is quoted as saying, You can't make a workshorly harassive sex place, man. Come on. You got to do the thing, man. Uh, I'm I'm very pleased that uh, or or actually no what I am is I'm concerned I'm concerned that uh, that Biden doesn't know the difference between a school bus which is you know full of white kids and a tractor right. trailer which is full of poor kids. Well, Max. Uh, wow. And you, wow. You can throw them like wait, that. wait, no, wait. No, no, no. A Time out. Trailer is full what? of Asian broads. Stop. Uh, broads. And. Did. Did any Guys, I just broke the media. Very upset. Was was I the only one who caught that? I mean, that was honestly. I set my joke up, and, and yeah, I said a horrible thing, but it was it was it was set up in a in a context that it wasn't directed, and she just said that thing that Biden said before about white kids versus poor kids. Uh-huh. You're so smart. That's why you're the professor. Right. Uh huh. I caught that. Okay. Yeah, I, I was, was quoting Biden. Yes. I was just saying that the difference is that tractor trailers have the chink roads and the pickup <laughs> trucks have the Mexicans. Oh, okay. All right. You make a good point. See, wet bags ride on the back of the, oh of my the God. trucks. I hate that. Wet word. bags on the camioneta. Stop. Stop saying well, that. Well, La, la, Stan, look, <laughs> I got to ask you to quit calling the beans wetbacks. <laughs> you got to stop. I can't do that. Yeah. You know, I think of all of the racial slurs, I found that one most offensive. Wetback. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Because of where it comes from, right? I mean, so these are people who risk their lives and undergo a grueling journey to come to our country and do the work that we don't want to do and uh, pick our what about food the and slaves that took it upon themselves yeah but they don't call you all wetbacks no but they, they they fucking died along the way I, I i'm not saying that's okay that's not have okay have you seen my back my back looks like Yes. A tic-tac-toe board. Wow. Uh-huh. From being whipped. What, you get a tattoo? <laughs> I have seen your neck and your back. Well, we'll, <laughs> your, we'll leave it right there. Your dick and your crack? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a student sitting it's in my classroom one day, it. and my the student said, my neck? My back. I said, stop. They said, how did you know? Because <laughs> I've never heard music before. I live in the world. Wait, Doc, how did you? How do you know that song? Because I live in the world. And, and it's part of like. That's like second year teacher shit. Right. I mean. That's yeah. part of rap lexicon. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm down. I am down with the. With you're down with the brown? I am. That's why yeah. she's that's why she's one half of the diversity duo. Mm. I am very a, big daddy. I I am, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. 
I am very woke. I do forget how woke you are. I am I am quite woke indeed. Woke as So fun. anyway, moving right along. Woke like a Mountain Dew. I am. Okay. Do you want moving some more like- Bideny goodness? Yes. So I would like some more Bideny goodness. Uh yeah. Uh as we said, he has called for uh Cuomo to resign. I think that's because he's worried about competition in sniffing and, and touching and kissing. But uh... listen, there's plenty of seats for everyone. <laughs> so we have um, we have Cuomo's response to okay. being it's 15 minutes long. I don't know how much I actually want to get into it. I was going to say it's a little long for me. He just basically gets on there, calls everybody a liar. He's like, there was a girl. She was very nice. I got uh, a little too friendly with her. And uh, maybe I fucked it. Maybe I fucked it. Maybe I didn't fuck it. The, the thing that surprises me but, about this uh, whole story is that it surprises anyone. Like, I, I actually got a text message from a, a former student who lives in New York was like, oh, my God, did you hear about Cuomo? Like she sent me the, the New York Times headline or the Wall Street Journal. She sent me. And I was like, we knew this. Like, why? I mean, I I feel like I we made knew it very this. clear with my pierced nipple tense that uh, I was a sexual uh, human being. Yeah, like, and I mean, like, we knew he was, we knew he was doing this. this is not I mean, new, listen, not, a new not, story. For, not for nothing, but I have to say that I think I'm doing a fucking phenomenal job as Andrew Cuomo. You know, I Maddie, I, I will tell you, I have, um, I, think I do a hell I have of an heard, Andrew Cuomo. I have heard worse impressions. So have I. I have been working. I've been working on because uh, those bitches, those bitches, they lie. Yeah, nice, nice they job. Tell, there, they tell untruths. Nice and job. Tell. Loyal, so let, let's get a little. Bitches do be crazy. So the I hear. past several months, you have heard a number of complaints brought against me. He's actually pretty I good. I called for an independent review, and I said at the beginning, I would let the process unfold. I didn't want anyone to say, that I interfered. I said I would hold my tongue, and I have, making only limited I've held comments. my dick, too. It has been a hard and a painful period for me and my family, especially like as others I gave feed ugly stories to the press. But I cooperated with the review, and I can now finally share the truth. My attorney, who is a non-political former federal prosecutor, has done a response to each allegation. And the facts are much different than what has been portrayed. That document is available on my website. If you are interested, please take the time to read the facts and decide for yourself. First, I want take a look to know at what those lying bitches said Charlotte about Bennett. me, Andrew Cuomo. I could see how it had affected her with the same days. Wasn't there a slideshow that went with this? Survivors of sexual with everyone. A slideshow? I don't think. I do bant. No, a slideshow. Oh, yeah. Party, and that I said. There's a, there's a, child there's a Bella. Okay, so this girl uh, was a victim of sexual assault. Somehow Andrew Cuomo found out and then would check on, in his words, check on her like, yeah, hey, I would. 
I that my uh, my family member my family member was raped, yeah, by me, but uh, still raped, <laughs> and uh, she found it very hard to move forward. You need help moving forward. You need help moving forward. You need a man to help you know move your sexual urges. Yeah, that's exactly what every woman needs is a man to help her. So, Andy, you're there in New York, um, getting back to our Bideny goodness in our all Biden B block. Uh, a New York City gallery is exhibiting nearly a dozen works from the president's son at an es- at an estimated worth of between seventy five and five hundred thousand dollars. The price tag for such untested art such an untested artist is highly uncommon, and has raised concerns of the possibility that someone would purchase the art as a way to curry favor with the first family. Asked by hosts of Nota Bene, I would like to buy all the art. A Give podcast every bit, dedicated every bit of art. To I Betty, shut up and let him talk. <laughs> a pod- Poor Mike. Asked by the hosts of Nota Bene, a podcast dedicated to the covering to covering happenings in the art world, uh, to respond to the people accusing him of using the art to improperly enrich himself and his famous family. Biden interjected, other than fuck them. That was poorly written. Fuck them. That was poorly written. Answer. Listen, I respect the fuck out of that answer. Now, what do you say to, what do you say to the people that, uh, you know, think that you're just uh, looking for a way to sell a piece of uh, access to you? Fuck them. That's the truth. Yeah, I mean, you know, I will say, though, it has hey, never look, could happened you know before. what's going on. It has never happened before that a president or his family have used the office of the White House to build their personal wealth or to benefit by promoting uh, nice. or marketing a product, Goya beans. Um, yeah, yes. I mean, that, that would, that's, that's not a thing. That would just be wrong. Yeah. I mean. Trump wine. I mean, the, the, the Clintons probably would have gone on to make millions and millions of dollars. Uh, had they had Bill not been president for also eight true, years. yes, um, yes, the Clinton Foundation did not benefit whatsoever. No, I mean they they walked out of the White House more or less poor in comparison, and uh, yeah, so yeah. So Meanwhile, uh, I have heard uh, that Hillary Clinton stole Mary Todd Lincoln's China boat, the gravy <laughs> boat. I've heard that. I didn't just make that up. I didn't just make that up just now. I did not. Just to see people, if it's people not. are saying. People are saying. People, people are saying that. People uh, are saying it. Mm-hmm. I she could. Some, she she what she did was she she stole the Declaration of Independence. I could just stay in my studio and paint for myself, and I ultimately do do that. But it's kind of exciting <laughs> to know that there's an audience, and for that audience to be able to have its own interpretation of what that painting means to them. He sounds like the rest of us who create something. What? He sounds like the rest of us that are, that create something. You know, if somebody asks us about the media virus podcast, the first thing we say is, Oh, they don't like it. Fuck them. And then we say, well, you know, but there's people who listen to the show and they enjoy it. Can we see some of this, uh, Biden art? Uh, there's I mean, nothing. Is he, is, is he a good artist? I don't. Let's see if we can find. Let me see if I can find something. Not that anybody even cares, but I think it's it's a crucial to the story. 
if Biden's any good at art. At the art. Oh, this any is, good at that art shit? Oh, this is going to be fun. Here we well, go. Well, isn't art completely subjective anyway? Of course it is. Well, here, this is what happened. It's Gene Gene, and he made a machine. And then Joe Joe, Joe made it go. So, But then art, art, little fart, and <laughs> blew the whole damn thing apart. Somebody needs to tell him that it's a paintbrush, not a crack pipe. So, um, so wait, let me just go back um, and say uh, to Big Daddy's earlier question, no, art is not entirely subjective. Some of it does objectively suck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but I do know <laughs> what I like. And uh, I, uh, I like Uncle Biden's access to the White House. That's what I like. I will buy some of your art, Mr. Hunter. Okay, I mean, Maddie. Yes. The horse is dead. No, it's not. <laughs> so I mean, shots, I have to. I have to hit each one of these maggots individually. It's it's dead. I, I, no, these maggots, you're going. I will say that if if abstract art is your thing, he's he's he might have some chops. It doesn't suck. I don't hate it. It's pretty cool. I don't think that's really him painting. Fake news. Yeah. But I mean, um, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, but you know. you know, we should get we should get Rob Boss on here to critique these paintings. See what he has to say about them. Mm. We should. Yeah. Hashtag no, callback. Wonder if he would do a hunter a portrait of Hunter Biden for us. Oh, <gasps> would be so meta. That would be so cool. Oh, I have, I have the. He could just paint him into this picture. Nice. I love it. I love it. Yes, you should. We'll paint him in right here next to, right over here, next to Matt. That is the yeah, right over here. Yeah, absolutely. The group photo. It's actually a really good picture. It was we were having a we were having a uh, a look at us all pretty a, made up a bar stuff. rating. Look how tiny Doc is. That is a Mike was Mike was in the band. And well, and, I mean between. Between you, Big Daddy, and Maddie, I mean, anybody would look tiny. Also true. I didn't know Mike is bending down. Yeah, he's which sort I've of never seen a down. short dude do that. Yeah, Mike, yeah. why, why, why would you? Why did you bend down? I, I was so that, so that I wouldn't look I, so I, little. Yeah, I mean, I, I know my hair is nine feet tall. I was trying to keep it in the frame. <laughs> but I think uh, we, yeah. I think we get him to paint Hunter right there next to Maddie. I like it. Doc, I will say you do look lovely. Why? There thank is kind you. of like an open spot. I think spot. we all look quite nice. I think we do too. Yeah. I love yeah, the I professor's think, I think suit. I, I don't terrific. think I've seen seersucker since I don't know when. I'm bringing it back, baby. Bring it I back. I like it. I like it. I I, I always get seer. get major compliments when I wear that suit. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a great suit. So hey, so what is this? Uh, what is this big fucking announcement we uh, we we have? Big fucking announcement, I believe, is in the C block. Oh, yes. okay, so it's top, not happening yet. Top, top of the C All block, right. we we get the BFA. Oh, okay. <laughs> I normally don't like C blockers, but uh, I think I'm gonna like this. We're gonna make an exception right. for this C blocker. All right. Well, and let's some... see what happens. So wait, let's get to the break so we can get the C block. 
Some some of those uh, some of those accusations they were nothing but cock blocks. All they were. <laughs> I was making someone feel uncomfortable in front of somebody else. Which Maddie, the maggots are dead it. now. Okay, what's that? The maggots, the maggots are dead. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just bones, brother. Just bones. <laughs> I do hell. There's there's nothing left there, man. Listen, it's like the one time I've like got an impression I can actually do. <laughs> and it's a good one. We'll, we'll cue you when yes. we need it. Yes. It was I'll better be ten minutes ago. Anybody needs Andrew Cuomo. So, <laughs> so like the doc. Even, I'm gonna be honest with you. This isn't Andrew. It's not. My, I'm not doing my impression of Andrew Cuomo. I'm doing my impression of Kyle Dunnigan's impression of Andrew Cuomo. Well, that's that's interesting because I I thought it was producer Randy from a local radio show here that you were doing because he also does a very similar oh. Cuomo impression. Oh. Well, I mean, it's 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 an easy to do if you can at least mimic the accent and not let much out. Right. Because you need a lot of. <laughs> you've got. I hate a... that noise, and that's you've... all you hear with Andrew Cuomo. Like, yeah. You've got to hold back. It, it. You can't. You can't say it all. You. You can't push too hard. People think. I'm always thinking about Buzzy. Now wait a minute. So we did have that that lovely picture from the uh, from the wedding. I have another picture that I took. I took a picture of Big Daddy, actually, and um, I cropped it naked down. Naked later. No, it's it's not naked. We are gonna we're gonna talk about that in the C block as well be because weird. in the in the C block we are doing the BFA, and we're gonna do a little bit of wedding follow up since we did our our call to to the guy last week. Uh, we'll do a little bit of follow-up, talk about a good time that we had, and, and do some well wishes. And that will be C-Block, and we'll do that right after this message. I got to make sure it's going to work. I like that outro. I do. It doesn't look like it. No. I'm going to try it anyway, though. And we're back here in the Media Virus Podcast. It's our C-Block, where we promised you a BFA... Uh, some wedding follow-up and a photograph from the wedding that uh, Doc has. Um, let's go to the photograph and the wedding follow-up. Look at this photograph. Every time I never made me laugh. And I'm going in the down down. Can we make him stop? Oh, guys, Damien Rogus just shared our post. Hi, Damien. Hi, Damien. How you doing? Damien? Damien, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. I'm not. Suck a dick. Share that. Thanks for hitting that share. Wow. Burr. You can't you can't unsuck this dick. <laughs> you can't unshare it. <laughs> so Doc. Oh, you can unshare it. So Doc, yeah. uh, what's this photograph you got? So I took a bunch of really awesome I photographs at the wedding. I'm very proud. You did? I did also take a I'm trying to give you the under music. Can we mute him? <laughs> we probably can. It's supposed to be music under what's going on. And I took this great photo, actually, of Big Daddy, and I cropped it down. I'm gonna, so this is going to be hard because I have to show you. It's keying out. It's oh, God just, forbid we prepare something okay. and you send it to us. No, no, no. It's only going to work this way. Can you guys see that? See, that is Big Daddy's mouth right there. Ah, right? Okay. But what I discovered is really cool about this photo. Let me see. Hold on. Hang on. Let's do some arranging here. Looks sort of like a vagina with teeth. Well, it's kind of like 
Look at his photograph. Every time I run in me. You gotta let Doc speak so people can see it. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys can't can't see it unless I uh, look at something. Yeah, so there's a great picture of Big Daddy. You guys can't see it. Those are some <laughs> fat lips. <laughs> So that's right. I, uh, I will admit it is not my original joke. I saw Sarah Silverman do it on Conan O'Brien, which was awesome because um, Conan O'Brien, as you may know, embarrasses incredibly easily. So it was hilarious when she did it to him. But I had to work with that. Juicy lips. That's right. And that's a that's a nice natural, you know, black curly, you know. Well, you are Italian. Surrounding, I am. I am. So, okay. That's so, my whole joke. I'm so our, our dear friend did get married uh, this past week, and we were able to share that with him. Uh, I I actually uh, was the officiant. And, and you officiated the shit out of that. I yeah, you did. That conducted awesome. the ceremony. And uh, we had a good time with that. Um uh, that's reminding him that his bachelorhood is over. Yeah, that would be the last time our folks here on the on the podcast heard about it. Uh, but we we attended and, and had a good time and enjoyed uh, enjoyed uh, their wedding um, and wish uh, Dawn and Marshall well. Yes, we do. Our so, wedding was ab- absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it, 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 William it, Carlin uh, wants to know if uh, couldn't shitty Gandalf figure out how to get audio and video on the same screen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Staff Writer Bill? Yeah, you tell Staff Writer Bill to fuck himself. And he told me from now on I was going to be shitty Jason Momoa, not shitty Gandalf. Shitty Gandalf is fucking hilarious. I'm going to start yeah. writing these down. Hold on. I don't want shitty Gandalf. I want shitty... Hold on. I, I need to make Billy, notes. It's, you know what? Here's the thing. It's 866. No. No. It's 646. 646. 646. One, two, three. It's 646-Virus-01. Come on, 646-Virus-01. You can call us live. We'll pick it up. And you can tell Maddie what shitty character or what shitty actor he really is. <laughs> so we've got <laughs> shitty Gandalf. Mm-hmm. And what was the other shitty Jason Momoa? <laughs> Should have been Dollar okay. Store, one of the other. And uh, Mike, Ooh. are you not? Are you not uh, sh- shitty Joe Pesci? I could be <laughs> shitty Joe Pesci. That that could be true. I think I'm Dollar Store Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> You're what? Dollar Store shitty shitty uh, Will Smith. Smith. Shitty Will Smith. Dollar, I mean, in, 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 in the black vernacular, that's Dallas Store. Dallas Store Will Smith. Uh-huh. With Man, two Fs. like a fucking shit. Like a dollar store um, uh, fucking uh, Dr. Dre. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? In my life, I have been told that I look like Will Smith Scotty Pippen and Nelson Mandela. 
And those three look nothing a fucking like. They really don't. And, no. and you don't look no idea that's coming. like any of them. Basically, <laughs> I look like the one black person that, that you've you know. ever seen. <laughs> if, they've ever seen. If you can remember a black dude's name, he looks like him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he looks like, like Carl from your job. Uh-huh. And, Morgan uh, Freeman. Tyrone. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, Tyrone from the office pool. Uh, Mr. T. Uh, uh, Mr. T. I look like that guy that fixes your your fax machine. Yeah, do you know him? Your <laughs> garbage man. I saw him at the meeting. So what's up? Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> so I've been holding back. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a BFA on the show tonight. A big fucking announcement. It's big. It's we're really all, big. We're all waiting on bated breath for what this... Uh... So the big fucking announcement is next week we will do show 40. TMVP 40. Holy wow. shit. 40 That's will... twice as much as 20. That's right. And it will begin our third That's four season. four times as much as 10. It will begin our third season of TMVP. Holy shit. Because whenever we make a major change to the format of the show, we call it a new season. The last, <laughs> the the second season began when we changed our our theme music uh, to include the Doc and Stanley McFadden by name instead of uh, some chick and some other dude. Yes, thank you for that. Yes, you you became a character on the show, and that's that's as opposed to a, just a replaceable. Oh, Maddie, we have you know, a replacement nickname for you. You are now <laughs> like this one. You are now homeless Santa Claus. Homeless Santa Claus. <laughs> Where did that? <laughs> also, Steph, Bill. Steph and and your, like wife, your wife votes for Jason Momoa. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, every woman votes for Jason Momoa. I mean, I, I mean, you know, from if you had a if you if you had a severe visual impairment. And saw me from a distance. And didn't know what Jason Momoa looked like. And, well, I had seen Jason Momoa maybe in a, you know. In a dollar store. In that one scene, in that one (laughs) scene where he was walking into the ocean, so it was kind of blurry. Uh Or maybe it was like (laughs) one of those Game of Thrones, like, rape scenes that he did. A cranky garden. Now you're a cranky garden gnome. Now I'm a cranky garden gnome. Yeah. Cranky garden. I I still like Homeless Santa Claus. I think that's my favorite. Homeless Santa Claus is pretty good. He really wants. He wants me to smack him. Is what he. <laughs> what he's ultimately. He wants me to just walk into his office tomorrow and just kiss on his desk. So here we go. Just because nip the, just nip the tip. I got to the. I got to some of the big, but here's the really big part of the big fucking announcement. As we embark on season three of the Media Virus podcast, we're gonna. We we need a format change to get to season three, and our format change is that the way that you consume the Media Virus podcast is going to change just a little bit. Instead of giving you one incredibly long show that makes your ass hurt, which is what Maddie has advocated for all along, we talked and and we brought him around to the idea that we could still have one big ass pain session and put it out live like we are right now. When we post the audio version of the show, the audio version of the show will be broken down into four separate pieces, the A, B, C, and D blocks. Um, we'll, we'll try to keep them somewhat even in, in length. 
and you we're going to disperse them throughout the week. Uh, we'll do a, a probably a Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday release. So you'll be finishing up the content from the previous week when you can come on live and start looking at the new content. So cool. that's that's the way we're going to do it. You'll have one piece. So if you've got a 20 minute ride, you'll be able to 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 consume a block of the media virus each each of those days. And uh, that'll be your week. Yay. I think this is so exciting. I really do. So, uh, you know, I've had block to be a little bit longer. <laughs> and thicker. Uh, well, just I think, have... guys, you're going to have you're going to get to listen to last week's news four days in a row. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I've had numerous friends who said that they really enjoy the show, but it's a lot to listen to all at once. Big Daddy, I don't know what's going on, but that looks really, really cool. <laughs> he you doesn't see that. It's like he's a silhouette. Yeah, uh, right. he's because, um, out of a paper bag. I, I I think we ought to bring your forks down like this. Yes, because my my eyes are closed. But yes, as my as I, numerous friends have said, they they really love the show. But it's a lot to sit down for you know two hours and listen. So I think this is going to really really be a great development for our audience. Yeah, it's. Be- As I've been told before, for, it's a lot to take in. For our listeners that are unfamiliar with the ability to pause and come back to a podcast later on, uh, they'll be able to consume it in little bite-sized pieces. In little right. pieces, yeah, I think that's awesome. We thought we were making it easy enough by putting the breaks, little breaks in every once in a while. Oh, this is a good place for me to pause it and make a decision for myself because I don't treat people like fucking children. I don't lay everything out for them. No, I do a show. I do a great fucking show. You can listen to it all at once. Now we're just spoon feeding you. We're just I fucking spoon feeding. I think Maddie's still angry about this. <laughs> and no, I've actually been advocating for that for. Um, yes, Big Daddy. We see uh, your eyes and your a teeth. A while, because um, that would also give us, I think, more opportunity to put in commercials. <laughs> I think it's going to give us an opportunity. No. Uh. If you want to break the blocks in half, we could do that. But uh, I mean, I'm we'll, just saying we'll, it makes the opportunity. We'll there, we'll, we'll do a pre-roll on them. But it gives us an opportunity to do, do like we, we like doing the, the music segments. Yeah, we could do just one of the short. You know, one of the things could be a music segment on you know on the Spotify. Yep. That you know we can do, and then busy bun. It's going to be, and we're going to. I think that's going to open it up. We're going to give a lot more range. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll condense the news down into the one, yep. you know, episode and come up with other shit. I don't It'll know, be great. Ever since, ever since we've been, you know, copy editing and stuff like that and not just shotgunning links out and, and, and trying to pull everything together and tighten it up, we're going, we're going through a lot of fucking news stories. That's true. It's true. So, you know, maybe we scale that back. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. All right. But, so speaking uh, of news stories, Maddie, you have a few for us to go over in this block, don't you? Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead with your choice. Uh, tell me where to go, and I'll go there. I am uh, frozen up here. Ah. Well. Block. We have creepy polar mansplaining, news. land lobsters, live eel for constipation. Shot the cat, priest band, chipmunks in Tahoe. You know what, Erica? Calm your tits, babe. We're doing our best over here. 
All right, so we're going to jump right in. Uh, this one came to us wait, late. Wait, wait, so- wait, wait. What's Erica saying? She says, cool production meeting. She is, wait, is uh, this, do we know Erica? We're That's trying. Uh, she's married to Maddie, so yeah. yeah. We're, we're trying to familiarize oh, your husband right. with no, the way that we produce the show, uh, which is <laughs> I, I outline it, and he ignores the outline. We're trying to walk him away from that to, to where he actually looks at it sometimes. Um I'm trying to get him to read it before the show, but you know, I'll I'll deal with it if he's looking at it while we do the show. That's right. That being well, said, sorry. I'm going to jump right into uh, this story that you sent me a little bit late, Matt. Um, but <laughs> it's because it had to come up. It had to. Yeah. Why not let this? Like, no, it's got it's that would take precedent. I'd have led with that if I'd have had nothing. So here God. we go. Oh, I love this story. I love this story. <laughs> So, guys mansplain how gold medal winning sharpshooter is holding her gun wrong because, you know, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Olympics, it's pretty common for people to turn into armchair professional athletes. It's a fun joke when your friends start commenting on the performance of legitimate Olympians as if they understand the sport better than those at the top of their competition. It's less funny when those comments are taken online and directed at a champion, especially one who would go on to win a gold medal. And, uh, so go ahead. Basically, this is, this is the person that took home the gold, right? Yes. This is, uh, this is, this is Vitalina Batsarashenka. I think. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, somebody she, goes into detail on how she's, a, she's not doing it right. She's a sharpshooter for Russia. And right. And it's an and let's also note that it's an air pistol. Yes, it is an air pistol. And she has this incredibly relaxed stance that she shoots with. And she literally well, has one hand in her I got one hand, one in, my hand pocket, in my pocket. And the other one's winning an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> the image this image was shared for the to for the Tokyo Olympics, but is actually from 2016 Rio Olympics. However, uh, Batsarashenka is performing the in the Tokyo Games as well, and her stance hasn't changed. So she's uh, she's apparently pretty relaxed when she when she shoots, which is good. If you yeah. So it. did we find the mansplaining? I'm trying to get this. Was hilarious. I'm trying to get down to it. Uh, however not everyone was so supportive a number of men came out of the woodwork to share their opinion on the one-handed stance that Batsarashenka used during her shots several comments tried to claim that the sharpshooter would break her wrist from recoil others claimed others claimed that the stance would affect her performance causing her to miss which she didn't most of their comments missed a few facts this is an air pistol shooting, not a she is shooting, not a normal gun. Recoil is significantly reduced. Two, the stance is pretty standard for many competitors in the sport, as shooters must fire one-handed. Vitalina won a gold medal for her performance. One comment became so infamous infamous the user deleted their tweet. That will have huge recoil. There's a reason why people tell you to hold the gun with both hands. But they, but they weren't the only one trying to mansplain why this stance is so bad. Again, 
the sharpshooter won the gold medal. <laughs> Not ideal, but I can work since it can work since the gun has a light recoil and relaxing stance can be ideal in terms of breathing and heartbeat. Oh, I'm so glad he explained that. Will their wrist shatter the moment they fire? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I hear that that person who posted that um, saw a gun fired once on TV and has a penis. So. <laughs> yeah, an Olympic. Those are the two qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, all you need. All they know need. more than the Olympic gold medal women. Oh, no, she, that's a check. What's yeah. Yeah. An Olympic-level athlete is firing her firearm in a matter that's going to break her wrist. Believe that if you want. Yeah. She's not going to have a broken anything. It's an air gun. My, it's an air it's gun, an air my gun, guy. my guy. Yeah. And every single Olympic athlete in this competition shoots like that. Maybe get off your high horse and use Google for once. Nice. That's pretty much yeah. standard. I shot competitive pistol. Her left hip is too far forward and she's slouching too much. But other than that, she's right. Oh, okay. Well, that was... Damn. That was yeah, that's very useful. Leave it to some dude on Twitter to tell an Olympic gold medalist she's doing it wrong. It's uh-huh. not a surprise if you see all the retweets he usually spends his time doing. So so let me get this. The, the takeaway <laughs> from this story is that a woman won an Olympic gold medal doing the thing that she has trained for years to do. And a bunch of dudes on the internet jumped out of the woodwork to tell her she was wrong. They came that forward. Is, they came forward to help. That her. is shocking. They came forward. Oh yes, they are very yes. their expertise that she might not have. But is, Sarah, is this, you know, is but this, Sarah uh, took home these medals. She could have won this medal a lot sooner had she followed their advice. Had she listened to men. But Sarah Thank Shkina, you, Thank you. Thank you. Took right, home sorry, two yes, gold medals during yes. the Tokyo Games for the 25-meter pistol and the 10-meter pistol events. She and Artem Chernosov together got silver for the 10-meter mixed-team event. This isn't the first time men have felt their opinion on the performance of women athletes is warranted online. Piers Morgan became the most hated man on the Internet after he tried to insult Simone Biles for pulling out of some events due to mental health concerns. Rather than be sympathetic to the athlete... Morgan chastised her and claimed she was making excuses for a mistake. The internet did not agree. Morgan is a douchebag to begin with. Not that I have a, not that I want to stick up for her. I don't know the fucking story. I'm not even, you know, that's none of my business. Like her problems are her problems. But Pierce Morgan's a fucking douchebag. Why are we bringing up Pierce Morgan? Like that doesn't. I mean, besides the fact that it's, you know, we're talking about douchebags, but. these young men were, were were offering some like legitimate advice. That if mm. maybe she didn't slouch, and her hip was a little bit inward, the way a man would have it, then she, you know. Listen, due to the 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 innate weight, natural weight of a penis, it causes the hip to rotate slightly forward. And that additional slightly forward stance allows us men to hold a more natural and relaxed stance. And perhaps if she would adopt something similar, she could have taken home more medals soon. It also so, keeps your balls from banging on your knees. Penis is important. It, it also keeps your balls from banging on your knees. It also keeps banging on your knees. And, uh, you know, I had to get hydrocortisone shots in my knees because of that. 
Uh, it's a real thing. Uh-huh. It's a shame it doesn't leave any blood left over for your brain. No, but... Listen, the size of my dick does not allow for any blood left in my brain. So, uh, so we're just going to leave that right A lot there. of people right, don't realize right it, but Texas... <laughs> Texas is shaping up to be our own little Australia here in the United States. Rain brings out acid-shooting land lobsters in West Texas. Holy shit, oh, really? Shit. Yeah. What about this taste like? I am I'm not going to tell you right now. Ah! Are you two projects do the same day, right? This got, this got put in for, from the headline. I didn't look at anything. When I saw this headline, I'm like, this has got to be a great fucking story. There's no way this is not a great fucking story. But, uh, it's yeah. a great headline. Great headline. And, and you hope. You're not uh, Maddie, I think I hurt your wife's feelings. It looks like she stopped watching. Yeah. Oh. Uh, see, Doc, offending people. Yeah. Sad, sad, but true. Let's try this again. Ah, here we go. It's a surprise in the bathroom. Alex Watkins Goodman will never forget. He was just kind of crawling around doing his thing, walking around in the grass near where I was putting up my tent. And he was a little close for comfort. So, you know, I got the machete in the truck, and I said, uh, if he gets a little too close, we might have to do something about him. But officials at Big Bend National Park in West Texas Fuck. identify them as vinegaroons. Monsoon rain <laughs> send them out of their burrows looking for food and for love. I thought it was a poisonous scorpion. So I was pretty, I was pretty surprised to hear that it's not that bad. It's just a little fish. Park volunteers say these arachnids aren't too bad. They hunt scorpion, millipedes, and cockroaches. For the most part, they're harmless to people. The worst that they can do is flip a, a vinegar-like substance, substance at you from their tail. And that is about it. Otherwise, they are just fun to see. I started coming here in 1975. And then my wife guys and I a weird did a definition of fun. Here in 1989. And we've been back three or four times a year for 31 years. Alan Montemayor spends a lot of time at Big Bend and says vinegaroon sightings are rare. We've seen, I think, two this in the, the three-month period. But they're fearsome-looking creatures, aren't they? These nocturnal critters may be getting a bad reputation online, but park visitors say they're one of the reasons why Big Bend is so special. See, I'm from New York City. I'm used to flying cockroaches and water bugs and stuff that scares me a lot more than any of the things you have down here. Just their looks. They are they are harmless. I've never heard of anybody being pinched. I've never even heard anybody uh, having vinegar flipped at them. They're, they're just mean looking. For AccuWeather, I'm Bill Waddell. Right, Nothing cool. Yeah, no. nothing fucking cool. Oh, these fucking cool, these little things that come out. You go camp and they fucking wind up in your tent. Oh, why would I want to do that? <laughs> yeah, they do look terrifying, sense. though. They do look terrifying. Uh, all right. Uh, you know, I wonder what would happen uh, if if they would help. Do you think they would help with constipation? I'm doubting it, but hey, take this story as a lesson of what not to do under any circumstances ever. A man in China has been hospitalized after using a live eel, which he inserted up his anus and into his rectum to cure a case of constipation. According to Global Times, the unnamed man located in the Chinese city of Xinhua, Xinhua, 
Are we agreeing on Zing, okay. Xinhua? Sure. Put the 20 okay. centimeter or 7.87 inch eel in his anus as recommended by a purported folk remedy. The eel, however, had plans other than relieving the man's uncomfortable medical condition. Upon reaching his rectum, the eel headed towards his colon and bit it, entering the oh. abdomen, reported the Chinese news outlet. Remarkably, this is not the first instance of eels being used in this peculiar way, suggesting the purported remedy is somewhat well-known, albeit never recommended by professionals. In 2017, one man tried the folk remedy as per his friend's recommendation, said Men's Health. In that case, the 49-year-old man was rushed to the hospital where doctors performed an emergency surgery to remove the eel. When they asked him how the eel had gotten into his system, he told them it swam up by itself before eventually confessing that he had put it there. Men's Health added that there is zero scientific evidence to back up that an eel will do anything for your digestive system except wreak total havoc. In 2020, Fox News reported a similar incident. In that case, the eels tore through the man's intestines, causing a serious infection, said, said the deputy head of surgery at the hospital that treated him. Dr. I have Sun put eel into my digestive tract, but only after it's been cut up, yeah, cooked, the, and, and, and tied to a right piece way. of rice with a little right. bit of nori, and, and then it the, goes down this and, way. Yeah, the other way. Not, not yeah. Stick it in my rear. I come to sushi. No. Um, we we opened him up and noticed a large amount of fecal water mixed with blood. I hmm. guess so. Typically a bad sign. I mean, I'm no doctor, but that just doesn't sound good at all. Mm. There was severe swelling, and we found two very thick swamp eels at the bottom of his abdominal cavity. Two. As a result, well, uh, well, when the first, the first one got one lost, work, you got to send gotta... another one in after it. Like the old lady who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. (laughs) You know, but not for nothing, we're only fucking hearing... Okay, so there's been what? Like six or four reported cases there of of times that this has gone wrong. We don't know. We don't know how many times this has gone right. Well, Maddie, why don't you try it? I'm not constipated at the moment. Mm. I really don't have access to eels. Well, you know, there's still hope. I can get you. You know... I think we need to get him constipated. Uh, I can get him an eel. We need Erica. If you can uh, help us help us out on that part, and, we're uh, gonna need a block of cheese <laughs> and an eel. No. <laughs> Chris, this can, is coming faster you than no you matter, think. I can promise you, no matter how bad I feel, I'm I'm never going to um, stick, stick a an live animal with jaws and teeth. I don't know, man. Don't, don't knock it till you've tried it. The if you're constipated, the eel's going to go so far, see a, see a wall of shit it can't get through and go, oh, this soft tissue, I'll just bite this and go. So, And, and I can prove that because as a result of the incident, the man required repairs to a two-centimeter hole in his colon in addition to one in his intestines. That's right. Not good. But you don't know like how many times it's worked. I'm just saying. Because they're... People aren't talking about it. We need success stories to come forward. Mm. Mm -hmm. If this has worked for you, you need to call 646-VIRUS-01. Let's see how many calls we get on that. Operators, And if you have video and or pictures, we would love to see those so that we can share your stories. 
Yes. So police. And you can also add those to the chat on our Facebook, the comments on our Facebook live. And if there's any kink broads out there that has a similar tales, we'd love to hear. Them too. All right. We got, a, we got a story about sticking pussy. Uh, is that coming up after our next break? No, we're going to run through this one real quick. And uh, I mean, oh, great. Because after our next break, we'll be uh, looking at Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner. Yes, yeah. Also known as laughing at white people. Police say a 23-year-old Taylor Rose Shipman of East Tawas, yeah, East Tawas, Michigan, is charged with one count of third-degree animal cruelty for shooting their neighbor's cat with a crossbow earlier this month. Damn. She was released on $10,000 personal recognizance bond after arraignment in Iosco County District Court. The cat's owner found the animal on July 15th, which was days after the shooting, on his front porch in Baldwin Township with an arrow sticking through its neck, according to the Iosco County Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office. The owner, spoke, uh, the, the owner said he spoke to Shipman, who admitted to shooting the cat, in defense of her own cats on July 11th. The injured cat was receiving oh, treatment. The cat was coming at our cats. I tell you what, I went and got that crossbow. I showed that cat, no, I showed that cat who was going on, and that cat ran away. The injured cat was receiving treatment at the Tawas Animal Hospital, and when an Iosco County Animal Control Officer met the owner to take the report on July 16th, the sheriff's office conducted several interviews with the of the owner, Shipman, and others before submitting reports to the Iosco County Prosecutor's Office. A warrant for Shipman's arrest was issued on Friday, and she turned herself into authorities on Monday. So try not to shoot your neighbor's cat. It's kind of a dick move. Yeah. Pretty awful. The cat lived, though. Gentlemen, Listen, you, don't, you don't shoot the pussy. Smack so as a as a callback to uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, don't smack it. Don't, don't smack, do that. Do smack, that, smack that pussy. Smack don't. it like it insulted your mama's cooking. Smack, smack that pussy three times gentlemen, before be entering. Gentlemen, be nice to the kitty. And she'll be nice to you. So calling oh, back to a story that we did last week, uh, chipmunks near the south shore of Lake Tahoe in California have tested positive for the plague, prompting officials to shut down several spots in the area to protect visitors. The infected chipmunks uh, had no known contact with people before testing positive, El Dorado County spokeswoman Carl Haas said. Health officials said that the infectious bacterial disease is naturally present in some areas of the state, including El Dorado County, where South Lake Tahoe is located. The disease, which caused the Black Death in Europe in the 1300s, can be spread by chipmunks, other wild rodents, and their fleas. Humans tend to experience symptoms within two weeks of exposure to an infected animal. These symptoms can include fever, nausea, weakness, and swollen lymph nodes. I believe we have a piece of video of, of this, uh, or no? Yeah, we have we have a video of the chipmunk spreading the black death. Okay, uh, bear with me just a second. Um, yes, yes, we do. It's 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 absolutely frightening. All right, so I can't, uh, you, listen. If you got if you're sensitive, uh, if you got little kids or something like that, you might want them to ask them to leave the room. Um, this is. 
because they should definitely be in the room while you're listening to the media buyers. Right. No, but especially right now. Excellent. You know, if if you're if you're if you're listening this in front of infants. All right. All right. So here here we go. Chipmunks. And black death metal. So that's what it's all about, folks. Wow. That but, is, uh, but, that's really something. You know, I, I do have morning. to say, though, I, I would bet with the chipmunks spreading the Black Plague that um, officials are going to tell people to stay away from them. But I just want to say that, you know, I'm an American and it is my right, if I want to, to go out and play with the chipmunks who are spreading the Black Death. I, I just, I want to say that's my right as an American. You're and right, as a God, you your God-given right, that's as a right. natural-born American, to that's go right. get the plague if you want it. And you can't tell me not to do that. Don't you dare. Yeah. I mean, you can suggest it. I mean, that might not be a good idea, but uh, yeah. ultimately, it's my decision. It's I my want. decision. If I don't want to go get black. Go out. And, and I'm gonna not only go. It's my decision if I want to go get it and bring it, bring it back to a you know populated area. That's my, yeah. that's my decision. That's my right. So that's my right. I'm going to exercise my right as the executive producer to tell you that coming up in the D block, we've got Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner, also known as laughing at white people. We're gonna take a look at that right after these messages. Remember, you can give us a call, 1646-VIRUS01. That's 1646-VIRUS01. We will be right back. That's smart. That's smart. And we're back on the Media Virus Podcast. We're going to hold off on the D-Block for just a second because we had a news story leak over that we have to take care of. The Archdiocese of St. Boniface in Winnipeg, Canada, banned Father Real Forrest after he claimed that some survivors of sexual abuse had lied in an effort to receive higher sums of money during a July 10 mass sermon. CBC reported on Thursday. Forrest accused survivors of abuse and sexual assault at Canada's historic residential schools for indigenous children of lying in order to receive large financial settlements. If they wanted extra money from the money that was given to them, they had to lie sometimes. Lie that they were abused sexually and, oop, another $50,000, the priest said. I mean, it's Canadian money. It, it's kind of <laughs> worthless. I mean, 50,000 Canadian, that's like 15 bucks. <laughs> According to the videos posted uh, to the Facebook page of St. Emile Roman Catholic Church, Forrest was temporarily placed 
at the church while the congregation's regular pastor went on vacation. It's kind of hard if you're poor not to lie, the priest added. Although he said that some of the survivors had experienced bad treatment, he argued that this was not always due to the fellow priests and nuns. In another controversial sermon, which CBC reported, Forrest said that he'd like to shoot people who had vandalized a church with the words, save the children. The term is often used by indigenous Canadian groups and their allies to reference the abuse that many were forced to endure in the residential schools. As I'm passing by, thoughts of anger, if I had a shotgun at night and I'd see them, I'd go boom, just to scare them. And if they don't run away, I'll shoot them, the priest said during a July 18 mass. Forrest then admitted that this would be a bad thing to do, suggesting it would be better to chat with the vandals about their actions. The former residential school system, which began in the 1800s, was mandatory for indigenous children and worked to remove them from their native religious and cultural traditions. The schools were funded by Canadian government and run by the churches in the country. Estimates suggest that tens of thousands of indigenous children may have died due to the treatment that they, re- they experienced at the schools, while many more were subjected to sexual and physical abuse. These residential schools were created for the purpose of separating aboriginal children at, from their families in order to minimize and weaken family ties and cultural linkages and to indoctrinate children into a new culture, the culture of the legally dominant Euro-Christian Canadian society led by Canada's prime, first prime minister, Sir John A. Macdonald. Canada's 2015 Truth and Reconciliation Commissioner reported that the school on the schools. <coughs> yeah, uh, they've been finding like thousands of bodies in mass graves in these schools. It's really pretty horrible. Yeah, absolutely. And what's even worse is you've got this this jerk off fucking yeah, priest. I mean, a sad excuse He's for like, a priest. It, it's this dead. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck he would even bother calling himself. Well, here's the thing. So he comes, he he's he's like uh from one of these schools. Right? In the story. He's from yeah. one of these yeah, schools. He's yeah. visiting just to fill in so some some poor priest can take a fucking vacation and get away. You know, he can go be away from the prying eyes of his congregation, you know, maybe get some strange. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe slap a couple of whores around. You know what kind of pussy a priest gets, right? None. None. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what's blue when it comes in brownies, right? Boy Scouts. Cub Scouts. Um, uh, but yeah, even our shitty priests in America don't don't talk about going out and shooting folks. Going out and shooting. Yeah. Well, every time I think about the graffiti lately. that they do, I go out there. I want to shoot them for you know lying about me. And I never touched anybody. I ne- I never, you know, maybe I dropped a digit on a kid. Or you know, not for nothing, but they may not talk about shooting, but they do talk a lot about unloading. <laughs> so with that, we're going to jump right into our D block, uh, which is. Uh, yeah, give me the D. Laughing at laughing at white people <laughs> with Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner. Uh I found out uh, today uh, while going through some old TikTok links that uh, one of the links that Maddie had provided for a video, um, and this is like the second time I've been back to it, changes every time I look at it. It's like 
it's like a video of the moment uh, on TikTok. So this is what we get at this link today. Oh, you probably want to see it, don't you? Yeah. Probably. So I'm going to share my TikTok screen with oh, y'all. Oh, shit. You're going to TikTok the screen up in this motherfucker. <laughs> So yeah, there's her. Isn't that? Uh, <laughs> that should have browsers across the top. <laughs> right? Casting couch. Um, casting couch. <laughs> yeah, I don't it, like. Not every TikTok is a is a winner. No. This is apparently just some fucking. This is just some chick shaking her ass for attention. Right, but. Mm. There's but it's it's funny because Look at she's that thing. there's not much to shake. She's I, super- I do actually recognize the song. The song is Alain Dance from Strome, who is uh, coming out with a new album, which is really exciting. He's been on like a three year hiatus. He's a huge international star. He's from is he from France or is he from North Africa? Yeah, I can't wait to hear that album drop. No, no, no. It's really you'd probably like it. It's actually really cares. good. Let's All go right, under- you know what? Fine. You guys go He's back French. to watching the skinny girl fuck. shaker tits. I don't even care. There's nothing there to shake. See? And yet you're stomping all over my international culture and knowledge. Because we don't give a fuck about culture. I yeah, just, I know. Right. I just think it's Moving funny on. that the white, the the incredibly white girl who is apparently Kate Johansson. I mean, how white is Johansson? Um, Kate Johansson needs to eat a fucking burger. Yeah. Or at, a donut. I mean, she's, she's Look at super, her goddamn arms. She, and she superimposed she herself related, in front of these black guys to, to dance Scarlett with them. Johansson? She actually looks like Scarlett Johansson. Probably his sister or someone. Probably her sister. Yeah. I don't know. Or so, cousin or whatnot. So some, she needs to eat something with some fat. Look at those goddamn arms of hers. That is scary. Give that girl you some guacamole. The, see the card so moving on in our TikTok roulette. Very general idea that if there's a watch, there's... So this this guy there's a watch there's a watchmaker and they say something like the watchmaker we're gonna restart him he's he's good you gotta listen to his whole spiel the watch yeah this is the watch the watchmaker argument a watch implies a watchmaker perfectly reasonable so let's take it seriously let's say this argument is conclusive and proves there's a creator that's all it proves but the crazy thing that dogmatic religions do is they take this piece of information this very general idea that if there's a watch there's a watchmaker and they say something like the watchmaker is a 74 year old man in ames iowa who likes john deere tractors maxwell house coffee and loves black cavendish in his meerschaum pipe but then another religion will be like no the watchmaker is a 14-year-old gamer in San Antonio who has an upside-down U.S. flag in his bedroom and lives off of Gogurt. And then a third contender is going to say, actually, it's the 74-year-old man in Ames, Iowa, but it's not a Meerschaum pipe. It's Briar, and I can't believe you'd think it's Meerschaum. We are going to not fellowship with you. Point being, even if you have conclusive evidence that something created everything, you're still a million steps away from proving anything like all the details that most religions claim that they know about this supposed creator. So there you have it. Uh, dogmatic religion might be bullshit. Is that what passes for profound in 2021? I think I think you it know, is. Though, not for nothing, but that wasn't a bad way to approach that idea. No, I, uh, no, you got to watch this dude. He's what do you mean? That's a profound thought. Mm, you know? Okay. 
what 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 was it's profound in the sense that most people don't venture into that that realm of thought they uh-huh. they, right. they keep... well most people don't venture into any realm of thought actually <laughs> true. and maybe that's why that passes for profound so all right so spinning that TikTok wheel again, we speaking end, of profound, we end up with uh, this. <laughs> uh, this is uh, the sign language interpreter that that interpreted WAP or wet ass pussy. Now this is this is profound. My favorite thing about that video is that the girl the girl's using two hands in that. Nothing tells you that this girl has had some monster cock in her life quite like using two hands to make that sign. This girl has dated some monsters. Well, you know, maybe that is just the ASL sign for the, like, maybe uh, deaf guys are really Nah, she's, she, oh. No, I'm, like, yeah, I'm thinking maybe deaf guys are really guys are really, are really horny and want to yeah. see. And so, you know. Or maybe deaf right, guys Doc, are just really hung. Doc, we need you to go undercover and uh, Research, yes. Research. We need you to conduct some research. So the the leading theory is deaf guys are very well hung as an apology for not being able to hear. That makes sense. What? What'd right? <laughs> and they and they can't right because huh? they can't masturbate because God will strike them with lightning. Yeah. I, I can't, but huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I almost bought into that. I was like, oh, you can't. <laughs> what I want to do for next week, uh, I want to take that video. Okay. And I want to put it over. Uh, I want to take the sound. Doc, out. What the fuck was that face? And I want to put. That was... in, I want to put in Gilbert Godfrey reading it. I like it. That was me <laughs> yawning and trying oh. not to yawn into the camera. Post, yeah. I want to post that on okay. TikTok. Awesome. That was very was Gilbert Godfrey. Do we play? We played that once. Right? Yeah, there's a there's a link somewhere. Yes, we did. Right. Yes, yeah, so that was funny. Pure genius. All right. Well, I am yawning, and I don't know if we're going to get any better than the uh, ASL. I'm sure we're not. Video. That's that. That is the end of the TikTok segment. All uh, right. Now we've got I wrap up plugs and signing off. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 Ladies, da, da, da. shout out to those of you with wet ass pussies. We love you. All right. Um, no, that wasn't that. That was just you know holding on to it with both hands. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember next week it's that time of the month again we'll be uh, joined by Juliet Everett here on the Media Virus Podcast Woo! for our tipsy tarot reading for the for the month and Maddie's Speaking gonna wet ass pussy <laughs> we are fucking streaming live <laughs> I can't fix that for you we do need to remember that this is not this week we're not we don't have our typical level of editing that we're accustomed to. <laughs> so if you're going to say like fuck shit, piss balls, dick, wet ass pussy, it's really going to make a lot more work. Oh, wait, no. No. Because can't cut it out. That's right. I was just about to drop the N word and I forgot the joke that led me to it. <laughs> Damn it. I can't be the only one. You have to tell this joke. <laughs>
Listen, I don't think we need. Oh, we were talking about. uh, We don't need to drop any more bombs. Okay. We're talking about the Black Death. (laughs) We're talking about the Black Death. And so, uh, you know, the other thing that causes the Black Death? What's that? What did you say? I talked over your punchline. I'm sorry. Thanks for Why talking would you about decide, let's, can we Can we break down the racism <laughs> and you just jumping on his on his punchline? You knew it was a punchline. I'm sorry. You saw the joke building and you took I'm it. I'm sorry. And you took it because you felt entitled to it. No, because I thought of something that was wife. funny and I thought maybe I got the joke. You thought of something that was funny and you thought that you were going to be Funnier than Stanley. I just thought I knew the joke. I don't know what the punchline is now, though, and I'm really sad. As a white woman, you felt so entitled as to take that from me. Haven't you taken enough from us? Give it to her, Big Daddy. (laughs) So what was the punchline? (laughs) I said, the other thing, the other thing that causes the Black Death Fucking with niggas from Philly. Uh, see, I thought it was police officers. No, no, no. That causes police death. No, that causes, causes black, black death. death. Oh, all right. That was good. See, my punchline was funny, too. You know what would make that punchline of yours funnier? If I had said it right on top of yours. If you said it right on top of mine. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Uh, so right, while folks, we figure tune in, for, tune in for more hilarity just dropping bombs all over the place we are I'm, Hiroshima Nagasaki all over this have, place alright so control. why don't we all just talk over one another and I'll play our outro that sounds pretty good I'll tell you what I think about the whole thing you walk into you know, a you goddamn store really, you better you have really give it a break. you, you know, can give us a call at virus zero one that's six four six virus zero one here on the media virus podcast we are out of here join us next week same time same place the live yeah, we're done uh-huh. <laughs> that's it recordings off okay <laughs> by the way that Mike, was that was awesome a brilliant play. way to end the show i love it, it really was <laughs>